0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going through the book of 1 Timothy, so let me get over there real quick. There it is. we're in chapter five, uh, really at the end of chapter five, the last two verses. So let me just give you a real quick recap of what we've seen so far. Remember what Paul was instructing through the power of the Holy Spirit, what he was telling Timothy? He told him not to rebuke anybody sharply. Remember that? Don't rebuke an old man, but rather appeal to him as a father. Don't rebuke a younger man. Appeal to them as a brother. Or rebuke older women. Appeal to them as mothers. Nor sharply rebuke younger women. Appeal to them as sisters. And to do so... In all purity, it doesn't mean that you don't rebuke, because later on there's a verse in this chapter where he says you do rebuke, but it's to sharply rebuke. It's the intent of the heart. And then he talked about how you to honor widows and uh, who are widows indeed. Okay, and there was some problem that was going on within the church to where there were widows who were uh, able to provide for themselves. And they were trying to get help from the church. And he says, only help the widow indeed, the one who is indeed left alone, the one who has fixed her hope on God, okay? The one who continues night and day in prayer before the Lord. But he said there's going to be other widows that want to uh, give themselves up to what he calls a wanton pleasure, okay? And he says they're dead already. And he says, command these things, teach these things, and let them know that it's the relative's responsibility, He actually says that if somebody doesn't provide for them their own household, then he's denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. And so it's the role of the children and the grandchildren to help take care of parents and grandparents. But there will be widows who don't have anybody. So if they don't have anybody, uh, make sure they're qualified. And and apparently they kept a list. You know, had to be over sixty years of age, a husband of one wife, a good reputation, doing good works, and he described what some of those good works. And he said, "Take care of them. He says, "But refuse younger widows, because apparently there was a uh, a type of thing here where they made a pledge or a commitment to this." He says, "If they're younger widow, then they'll probably break that commitment and that pledge because they want to get married." And he said, "That's fine. If you're a younger widow, get married. Don't be idle." You know, bear children, keep the house. Don't give the enemy any, you know, reason to attack. And so he spends a, a good bit of time talking about how this has worked out. And then he said uh, the elders that rule well, especially those that work hard at preaching and teaching, they're worthy of double honor. And the next verse uh, are some quotes from the Old Testament about not muzzling the ox while it's, is working, okay, while he's threshing, and that a laborer is worthy of his hire, And so he deals with these issues, and he tells him not to lay hands too quickly on anybody uh, for the role of leadership. Then he tells Timothy, hey, you know what? Drink a little wine for your stomach. He says, I know you've had some trouble right there, frequent ailments. Don't drink just water exclusively anymore, but drink a little wine for it. Then the last two verses of the chapter that gets us to where we are, you see the context here. And he says this. The sins of some men are quite evident, going before them to judgment. For others, their sins follow after. Verse 25, likewise. Now notice it says likewise. In other words, there's a comparison right here. Deeds that are good are quite evident. And those which are otherwise cannot be concealed or cannot remain hidden. Let me, that's a New American Standard. Let me read from the Lexham. It says this, The sins of some people are evident, preceding them to judgment. But for some also they follow after them. Verse 25, Likewise, also good works are evident, and those considered otherwise are not able to be hidden. Well, what in the world, when you read this, particularly from the New American Standard, it's like this is sort of confusing. Uh, and even the King James is a little confusing about it. Here's what's being said. That the sins of some people are, as the ESV says, conspicuous. In other words, you know. Okay, it's obvious they're sinning. It's obvious they don't care. And he said, these go before them, the judgment. Okay, they're going to be judged for these, these sins right here. But the sins of others appear later. That means that there's sins in people's life that people don't know about. And people may think, oh, they're righteous and they're holy and they're godly, but they're not. They're retaining sin, and they're hanging on to that sin. And he said, but that will be revealed later. And then he says, likewise, in the same way that we can see when there's sin, in the same way that we can know that there's sins that we don't see, but that will be judged later, okay? In the same way, there are deeds that are good, and the good deeds are quite evident. They're very evident, or as ESV says, they're conspicuous. You can see the good deeds, but then there are also deeds, and there are those which are otherwise cannot be concealed. There are other deeds that may not be seen at the moment, but will be revealed, and they're good deeds, okay, will be revealed at some point in time. He's just letting Timothy know that there's going to be times when you're going to be able to see, because these sins are definitely going on right here. You'll see good works, definitely. But just because somebody's sinning, okay, doesn't mean there's no hope for them, okay? Just because somebody does good work doesn't mean that there aren't things that are hidden there, okay? That there are things that are hidden. He's really letting him know that uh, that there is a struggle within the walk, okay, within the Christian walk, and that uh, <clears throat> these sins will become evident. Now, we'll stop right here for the day, but the next chapter is the sixth chapter, the last chapter, and he starts dealing with, uh, uh, how can I say it, certain people groups, Okay, certain situations and roles and functions in life and how we as believers are to live with one another, even though we may be coming from a different place, even though we may be living in different classes and cast, but we're still all one in the faith. Uh, We'll cover that next time, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.